Yup Beer, made with all natural ingredients and only $1.85 a can. Available in over 200 locations across Ontario. Visit yupbeer.com to find a store near you. of the Down by Two podcast. How you doing? I've missed you. I've missed you guys. What's going on? Mikey Fulmer to my right. Buddy. What's happening, brother? Uh, Yo, you got the fucking recording in front of me. I my, can't see Birdie. I'm my dude. My guy. But dude, right there's, my, there's, there's the bird. Birdman. My dude. How you doing? Duder. Good, good, good. What's up, boys? What's up, Duder? We're just gonna do the whole episode like this, my guy. Oh, oh. my guy. Steady Harry's looking steezy now. Looking pretty steezy now. You can tell this is basically what we've been into over the last month or so. Yeah. Stony McFly or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, <laughs> that's just probably the only TikTok that I watch. Um, <laughs> dang. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, it's good to be here. Episode 27. Look at us go um we i guess have been doing a lot of our db2 bets so it's good to get back to our roots and then do uh do an episode and and boy oh boy do we have a banger for you uh we were able to meet up with a pretty much a toronto legend when it comes to entertainment tv radio personality if you will um you would definitely recognize him from uh, much music as a vj uh, you definitely recognize him from uh, Entertainment Tonight, ET Canada, um, and he's now currently the uh, on-air host for Z103.5, some Toronto fire coming at you. But Rick Campanelli, the one and only camper, joined us for our 27th episode. And man, I gotta say, it was just an absolute treat to talk to such just just an awesome dude all around we're just like i feel like i knew the guy for quite some time and that's always just the most fun when you have an interview like that where you just automatically hit it off the bat with him guy uh looks like he's 31 and he's like 52 yeah add 20 years on that and guy, guy is a stud well care of himself yeah yeah and he's so like so warm and inviting like he said you know, five minutes oh, yeah. in, I'm like, this is my new best friend. I don't need you guys. <laughs> just He's, so happy to be here with yeah, us. Yeah. Eh? He leaves Z103 yeah. e and then just replaces me on DB2. That's <laughs> And then he's going, dang, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see it for sure. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah, man, no, it was great. And you know what? A lot of people just recognize him from TV and radio and what have you. But um, I just, you know, from from knowing him on, on social media and chatting with him, uh, major sports fan. So it was great. Just talking. That, that one caught me by surprise. Yeah. He's yeah. been to all these different venues, goes oh, to man. all the big games. All the big games. And we're not man. talking Toronto base. We're talking NFL. Oh, yeah. Ben to Lambeau, Ben to Soldier Field, I think he mentioned. Like, yeah. Wrigley Field, too. Some, some legendary yeah. 
spots? Oh man, no, he just goes, he does it right because he does does a huge tour. He'll go hit up like Illinois and then Wisconsin and what have you, and just all the sports you can possibly cram in with the boys. And you know, Rick, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, don't forget the boys over here at DB two. But um, <laughs> don't forget us when you make it big. <laughs> <laughs> just remember the little guys. Oh man, but yeah, just some incredible insights and like, man, he got to see not only the Jays win that was like right when it was coming up but he also got to see the raptors obviously win the chip and um just yeah now we're just be able to talk break down all toronto sports and all the sports that he loves and all of his different takes on you know what the you know what you know the teams used to be and growing up with those teams and then and then now you know looking at current day rosters when it comes to like leafs raptors jays so on and so forth yeah yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yo, it's just been Camper, ma- Camper's top notch. He's a good guy. You want to know what's what's still on my mind right now? We were just having a. You want to know what I think? Yeah, you uh, want to know what I do? <laughs> I, I, I. Yeah, we were just talking about like different like bedtime routines. That's just so that's what we, that's what we were spending the last half hour talking about. Bird, let me ask you this: When you go to bed, let's just start off with: uh, Are you a socks on or socks off guy, my dude? Like, <laughs> well, like, oh, what? what do you, what do you mean? Like, do I wear my fucking socks while I sleep? Yeah. That's right. Dude, that's, that's, that's psychopath behavior. <laughs> took the word same. I said the exact same thing. You're a psychopath. He sleeps with his socks on 60% Brother, of the time. I was saying about 60% of the time. Yeah. Sometimes 40. I mean, like, Hey, like you're literally Christian Bale from American psycho. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You I mean, are. Sorry, man. <laughs> he must be the small spoon in the bed, too. Yeah, I mean, I don't small mind Small dick, small spoon, you know. <laughs> Sometimes I like to let my little piggly wigglies, you know, air out a bit. But then, you know, you got to keep them contained. You know? Why? Like, why, though? Yeah. Like, I don't what, know. It's just, benefit? I hate cold feet. I don't like cold feet, you know. Where? Use a fucking blanket, dude. Yeah, yeah, but I'm topsy turvy. You don't know me in the sack. Oh, this is not good to be fucking having socks on too. You gotta let the fucking toxins come out your feet. That's right. There you go. You're actually supposed to put uh, Vicks and shit on your on your Vicks. feet. Vicks, yeah. Yeah. vapor rub. Air, yeah, air Because all your like gravity, everything kind of naturally flows to the base, right? And you help that, and it just kind of lets it when you're sick. Put a little Yo, on I'm gonna try feet. that. Learned that uh, a couple weeks ago when I was at my uh, sister's, and she put it on the kids' oh, feet. Wow. So maybe it's all bullshit. But these are things that we got to be writing down. Yeah. Didn't you buy some fucking? I did. You, I, you, I never, yeah, you haven't t- touched them yet. You have- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my, my feet always have headaches, so yeah. I should probably throw yeah. some Vicks on it. Yo, don't you got, like, tox, tox and release pads for your feet or something? Yeah, I did. I, I just, I, I haven't touched them yet. <laughs> that might be the biggest scam of all time. I don't oh, know. Oh, but it worked, apparently. On Mandy. Yeah, no. I don't know, man. It's just like, what are you, going to rub Vicks then on your feet and you get out of bed to go take a pee? You go, whoa, 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 and then you end up slipping? Like, you know, you, know, you got to be careful. Bro, your know. feet are, they're, like, naturally made to grip the floor like that's yeah. that's how humans are made socks yeah, are right. something we made look i said 60 40 like 60 percent of the time Which is even weirder to bro me. it's all the time all right yeah. you don't gotta lie to me man <laughs> yeah. sorry doggy um we're like <laughs> okay then are, are you guys tarps on or tarps off when you go to bed oh tarps on bro Tar- tarps on yeah you tarps on yeah tarps off <laughs> i don't want to get my sheets greasy you know what i'm yeah. saying uh yeah but then that's why you wash them here's the other thing are you a shower before bed or shower in the morning kind of shower in the morning i'm a shower before bed and sometimes if i'm 
toasted tired, I'll do a quick rinse in the morning to wake me up. Yeah, I'm waiting. Go your shower before bed, hey? Yeah. Why is that? Me too. Oh, I just need to get refreshed, brush the teeth, try to work the nail beds through my hair to get the nail beds cleansed, and then, uh, Mm. yeah, wash the face. You just feel a little too greasy. I can't settle. Yeah, no, and, no, no, and no, it no. Helps, helps me get sleepy yeah. too. The hot water, you know. Really? Yeah, I like to take. Yeah, a, I no, like to I mean, sit I on the shitter for like it. thirty minutes, then oh. open the shower, and then fucking wind Standard. down. I mean, like as I've turned like sometimes I I like if I have a super busy morning with work or what have you, and uh, and then I get my my reminder that it's lunchtime, time to eat, yum yum yum, and then <laughs> and then I'll I'll have like a shorter lunch. I'll have a lunchtime shower. That's actually pretty nice. <laughs> You're weird. You're one weird fuck. Am I a bit of an odd duck? I've uh, put together a pretty weird day. Yeah. <laughs> it's all yeah. over the place. Yeah. Well, sometimes there's one sock on and one sock off. Who fucking knows? Yeah. Um, well, you go you go to bed at 5 a.m. So really, you're just putting your fucking clothes on for the day and then yeah, you go yeah, to bed. Yeah, I'm just checking the odds on bed up. stamp. I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> are you ready yet? <sighs> okay, then boxers on or boxers off. You probably keep your boxers on too. Yeah. You guys ever just sleep in the nude? Are you wearing? Yeah, okay. I was gonna say, are you wearing like some some shorts or? I t- I was, and I've switched to just just boxers and a t shirt, boxers and a wife beat. Mm. I don't yeah. know why, but I thought you were gonna say I switched to jorts, and I was like, <laughs> I don't I don't know about that one, man. <laughs> bedtime jorts. Can you imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bedtime jorts. <laughs> <laughs> with the nice fray yeah. that's how you get the frays we wear yeah. them overnight you get them all uh, rustled up that's oh, fucking man. great i usually actually just wear three socks two for for my feet and one for my wrench <laughs> <laughs> yeah your no wrench one. ain't that big you throw a sock on it yeah a little anklet oh uh, man toes toe socks <laughs> Oh man, how do we dig- <laughs> we digress so much? Yeah, one more greasy thing about bedtime. Yeah, Drew just is random. He sleeps butt naked. Yeah. But people sleep butt naked it. though, eh? Yeah, yeah, but you blow ass in bed beside your wife and yeah, you shit <laughs> and on your wife. <laughs> That's nerd. That's tough. Oh man, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. It's, there's some nights. And he's got a tough hemorrhoid, too, so I don't know. Really oh, oh yeah. Yeah, he calls his hemorrhoid he- uh, Henry? Henry the yeah. Henry? Oh, it's got yeah. a name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Henry Burns. Yeah, so. Oh, it, no yeah. Good it probably burns. I hate right. to see his sheets. I hate to see his sheets. <laughs> <laughs> These are tough sheets. Okay. I mean, hey, that's everyone's got their own stees, and uh, don't make fun of me for having my own. Um, <laughs> so I wear socks to bed. Go fuck yourself. Um I think I think the connection we made is that like Rick Campanelli is recording this in his bedroom, and then that's where uh, his kid came on camera. I'm like, oh hey kid, but I didn't realize that the kid was completely butt naked as yeah, well. I couldn't see in the distance either. <laughs> was he army crawling in the background, butt naked? He does. He does like the golem crawl, like, but all you can the see is his butt yeah. over the bed, the edge of the bed. <laughs> it was just good wholesome family fun. As uh, as hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, it was, uh, it was great to catch, uh, a couple, uh, uh, a couple of his takes as well on just, you know, the Leafs, obviously. I mean, we haven't really had a chance to really, you know, digest the Leafs in the end of the season. Um, same with the Raptors as well. Um, we've just had a couple different episodes with different topics. Um, but man, I mean, boys, uh, tough end to the season for, you know, for, for, for both squads when it comes to the NBA and comes to NHL, um, how are we feeling at the end of uh, at the end of the Leafs run there in the first round, uh, making it to seven, pushing the uh, back to back champs to seven? Fucking, it's conflicting, eh? Because it really is. You got you're almost satisfied. Like they pushed the Lightning to seven games. They 
fantastic series all in all. They mm-hmm. just couldn't quite get it done. And you're watching the Lightning take care of business in, in four against Panthers going to the Eastern Conference final again. Uh, so at the so same that time, is it's, a little satis- bit more re- it's, it's satisfying, yeah. but it's at the same time, you're like, we were that, that, that could have been us. Yeah. Like, I mean, we, this may have been the year that we could have right. taken care of Florida. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, we were leading the series three different times, I think, you know, so yeah. Yeah. thinking about it like that, it's, it's tough, but the one, the one thing that I look at that makes me feel better is like, we didn't collapse at any point. There's no three, one series lead, like with Montreal, there was no like Columbus series. Mm-hmm. Like, remember that, that, that is just yeah, God where awful. you just became deflated and you could feel they were deflated yeah. and you just slowly watch it fall apart. You right never up felt until really like five that. minutes left. I thought we, we had a chance, you know what I mean? So yeah. it was yeah. just, I don't, I don't feel as bad. It's like, yo, the boys gave it everything they had against the two time defending Stanley cup champion who looking at it right now, they're looking like they could easily three peat, which is like historic. Crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. and you look at, a goalie like Vasilevsky and man, this guy, I just saw a stat today. He's allowed one goal in series clinching games since he's come into the league. And that, that one goal nuts. is against Toronto that just happened. Wow. 2 1. He's wow. had a shutout in, I think it's seven series clinching games. He's had a shutout in six of them. That's fucking bonkers. Isn't that eh? crazy? That is that's like stuff of legends. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, exactly man. what it is. That's historic. That's that's just absolutely nuts. I yeah, hats off to the to the to the lightning man. They we pushed them all the way to the end. And it's not like I mean the first few games it was definitely, you know, we got our wheels beaten off and then right back at them as well. So we were able to trade blow for blow and then when things tightened up, it was just it was hard fought and yeah, I am. I am proud of the boys. There is a lot to take away. Obviously, it's super hella de- depressing, especially you actually being able to make it to Game Seven and uh, oh, not really yeah. catching it. Tell us a little Fucking bit about tough. that. Fucking tough. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> glad I didn't go down to T dot for that though. So we ran into a couple of hiccups, but it was a fucking good time. Let's just say that. Yeah, you yeah, made it. Fair enough. So yeah, that's how all was the energy in there though? Bonkers. Yeah, bonkers. bonkers. From, what, from what I remember, it was bonkers. <laughs> oh, is, it, is, this, is this where it gets a little hazy? It was a little hazy. Yeah, a little hazy, yeah. to say the least. Hazy, yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty hazy from King Taps. No, man, it just must have been crazy for uh, for the energy in, in the city. And also with the Raptors as well. I mean, like, uh, yeah, first round exit as well. Um, I, I'm still proud of the boys, proud of Scotty Barnes for getting that um, Rookie of the Year chip. And... Um, and yeah, it's just it's it's disappointing just to to not have our teams in the playoffs, obviously. And I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but like with with the rest of the playoffs, like especially NBA playoffs, it's been it's just been weird. It's just the series have been weird. It's been kind of hard to get into. Like I just felt like sad for the Phoenix Suns, and I felt like I'm just like you poor pathetic sons and chris paul is just like they jam man yeah it's just i I mean there's the series have just been strange and then like to see the fucking celtics i mean like they who knows if they're gonna like i guess by the time that this episode's gonna be out we'll find out who is going to be in um in the nba finals but with that being said it's just sort of like i don't know it's been hard to get into i just it's definitely been a lot more entertaining watching puck 
Yeah, you don't got any Irving and Durant and me hating on or no Harden and Embiid and obviously well, you no did for Le- a minute. No LeBron, you did for a minute. You did. I mean, yeah, but they not never LeBron, really but... looked in in it. You know, yeah. There's yeah. Something about that series, it was like, yeah, they they were just never in it. And even these series right now don't really feel. I mean, I want Miami oh, yeah. to be the Celtics, but they're they're toast. Ah, they look yeah. toast. Yeah, no, they don't have the firepower. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I guess by the time this episode comes out, we'll have our answer. But um, yeah, it's just been it's just been a little up and down when it comes to NBA. That's why. Yeah, again, NHL a lot of a lot blowouts more. too, eh? You notice that? Like forty point that's, losses. That, that's the kicker right there. There what hasn't been the any good hell? buzzer beater no, matches, man. And that's what makes a good fucking. There's playoff. been a couple of those games. I, I can mean, remember like one completely daggering us in game three. Like that was. Yeah, there's that, and then Tatum's really good move. Um, that's the to, one I was gonna say. Yeah, there's been so there's been a couple highlights, but like, man, that's first round shit. Like that's yeah. when this competition is supposed to be, you know, supposed to tighten up a little bit in the semis and then the and then the conference finals. So, um, but yeah, um, they definitely like I've like I just said, NHL just been a lot more fun. Uh, Always is though. Yeah, it's you can't. Not I, know you guys are I know you guys no, are hoopers. No, no, no. But- it's really it's it's NHL NHL playoffs is just it's completely as good as different. It, gets. it really is. And with that being said, because the season is coming or the regular season is already at an end and we're now in the playoffs, it is I think about time to revisit the episode that we recorded way back when when we had James Duthy, the old Duth man, James Duthy on the show. <laughs> and uh back in we released that in October 18th was it yeah and we decided to uh play over under for all the different um teams over under on the wins to see if uh to see you know if we would guess we knew right or fuck all about it. pre-db2 exactly. bets uh gambling segment right? yeah, yeah yeah i think it's kind of funny how we've come full uh, circle a toonie yeah right yeah if if uh if any of them listened to that episode they'd be like oh god um <laughs> so yeah good thing that we're bringing this back up now but with that being said um i guess there i guess i'll let you take it away here jesse because uh you you got the stats you got the spread and then we can oh, see yeah. i'm sure that there were some that were close and some that were just completely way the fuck off did we have any wagers on this before you announce who uh two who the most two buck or two buck uh pick two, two buck, buck a pick, pick. yeah, yeah. okay um so i guess the atlantic like i don't know we had uh the top four teams like were were the same right tampa florida boston toronto Mm -hmm. just the order is definitely different uh josh and i tied we got three out of eight correct and mike got two (laughs) it's pretty rough four buck out the window (laughs) yeah there it is yeah um i'm trying to <laughs> glug, 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 glug. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah drink up, buddy that hurts <laughs> if you know the me most, that hurts uh, the most egregious ones though i have to say is definitely montreal and buffalo montreal was projected for 42 wins and they had 22 and right. josh i'm sorry buddy but you guessed the over on 42 oh my god i mean like that's 20 that's a 20 dollar foul <laughs> 20 if we look at their season like man they they went to the stanley cup final right so like you had a you, had you expect them to maybe to go 500 competitive yeah. Yeah. you know exactly that's not too much to ask for is it not the complete opposite <laughs> they just flipped around their record well here's the thing like mike and i guessed the under but i don't think we guessed anywhere close to 22 wins no 
that was not what I expected. Like maybe like 40 or something, right? But and then the other one was Buffalo. But also fuck the Canadians. I don't, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I decided to do that. Sorry. Bro, you're I mean... a new Canadians fan? Are you a traitor, bro? MTL for like baby. Cole Caulfield's my boy. Um <laughs> Yeah, Buffalo is the other one. They were projected for 19 wins. Oh, and yeah. Yo, we all guessed they under. They doubled that one. We all guessed under. Yeah, because we were just so harsh. And, yeah. and they had what a bad wins. bet, though. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's probably not even not smart. That's, right. that's now that we run a betting thing, when I that's say that, so that wasn't a smart bet. It wasn't <laughs> not smart. Yeah. We've 19 we've gotten wins. smarter. Yeah. yeah, I know. And they had, well, 32, that's, uh, you know. It's a nice bounce back season for them, considering they had twenty. They had wins. their moments late, in the and year. you know, yeah, they, they, they finished strong. Yeah, and they started. You know, they they figured out their I call situation as well, and mm-hmm. you know, I think um, you know, I mean, like, who fucking knows what they're gonna do next year, but um, yeah, they probably yeah, definitely steps in the right direction. For the first time in a long time, I think there's some hope in Buffalo. Whereas, like, I don't know, the last few years have been so dismal. They got a nice blue collar uh, thing going there. Yeah. Everyone that's there seems like blue they want to play for them. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. For they sure. all got blue collars on their shirts. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only <laughs> Blue collars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, Metro. Uh, Josh and Mike tied five Ooh. out of eight. Oh! Nice. Let's eh? go. Five out of eight's pretty nine, good. Nine, nine. I had two out of eight. Oh. Couple bucks. Yeah, a couple bucks down the drain. Um, See it swirl. I think uh, so. The one of the ones I got right that you guys got wrong was Winnipeg. They were projected for forty six, and they had thirty nine. They had a yeah. pretty, pretty bad season. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't feel bad about that projection though because no, they brought in some D help. I thought they were going to be legit. And they got hella puke as well. So I mean. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I can you definitely, you definitely see that. yeah. You can see them having a bounce back next year. Boys, the one one that we absolutely bombed on was Chicago. Ooh, I was just oh. about to say it. Yeah, that was they were bad. projected for forty two, and they had twenty eight wins. Yeah. I guessed forty two on the nose for some reason, and you guys both guessed over. So that's a big yikes. A bit of an that's a bit of a, I know there's part emotion in that one too just because i want chicago to do good i like chicago i like kane wanted taze to come back and them to be in the mix i think hockey is good when they're in the mix but well we thought flurry was also going to make a huge difference as well and then i mean it just gone at the deadline so yeah and seth jones on the back end yeah yeah a lot of just pieces that didn't really work out yeah they're they're a fucking dumpster fire they're re- yeah, there's a, a lot going on. Now, for yeah, sure. but they yeah. have fucking in their front office as well. It's just like, oh man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that all that was kind of developing at the time too. So yeah, yeah. Um, oops, oopsie, oops. Another oopsie. one that we we got wrong was St. Louis projected at 41 wins, and we all guessed under on that. <sighs> How disrespectful! I am sorry, especially with my uh, my boy Gerard G Money. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, like, they're... Not surprising, though. They're a fucking... You never know what you're getting with them. They were in last place, like, in New, the year they won the Cup. They went from last to first, like, halfway through the season. And yeah. here's the thing, like, Tarasenko's shoulder was absolutely destroyed in the offseason. I don't know if you guys... Yeah, and that. there was They drama. weren't even going to re-sign was, him. Yeah. 
but Absolutely. he had a he had a killer year and uh, their leadership really Huso was a nice surprise for them yeah because Bennington kind of kind of was not his self this year um no. so i mean and i think everyone was just sort of everyone's just expecting their decline because you know the, especially because the players are just getting a bit older their older crew but yeah i don't think they we really appreciate their firepower but they have no. a lot of players that know their role like tyru came came into his mm-hmm. own this year yeah absolutely sorry uh sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that uh, so, <laughs> looking at the uh, the metro, metro shit ourselves on Vegas, guaranteed. <laughs> that's that's the Pacific. We'll get we'll get there. Yeah. Cock soccer. Yeah. Can you fucking take that part out? <laughs> no, that stays. <laughs> that stays. You do. I just been thinking about Vegas for the last thirty seconds. So I was oh, just yeah, I can't to say wait there to buy us. So Mike won outright three ding, out of ding, eight. Ding. Oh, I came second, two out of eight. Josh, sorry, buddy, one out of eight. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Yo, might not even be able to fucking release this segment. I'm going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> Rather people forget that we did this oh. in October. No, the, we nailed the Pacific, so there's okay, a, okay, that's okay, why okay, I left yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, bag yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm going to have Vegas. to break open my, uh, my roll of tunes. My toonies are coming back here. <laughs> I think I'm back to even. The Pacific, yeah. Um, Let's see here. Islanders. Oh my god, we shit the bed hard. But you know what? Mike, the one guy that guessed the under, they were projected Uh, for 51 wins. Yeah, everyone wanted them to win the cup. They got a little excited. 37 wins. But keep in mind, they didn't have a barn for like I don't know, a third of the season or a quarter of the season, something like that. That's true. That didn't add up. There's them falling off a cliff didn't add up. That was fucking weird, though. Mm-hmm. But then it's you look at Barry Trotz getting so fired. I don't know if that's uh, that had something to do with it. Like, yeah, there was some drama. Barry going brought on. him back to back to back. I think conference finals, though. They did. Yeah, it's fucking did. weird. And they didn't make a lot of changes. Very strange. Yeah, just some players just underperforming as well. Like Barzal figured that he would have done pretty good oh, this yeah. year. He definitely just. They just seemed like a well-oiled unit. Mm-hmm. None of it really worked yeah. this year. You know all about a well-oiled unit, don't you? But I digress. Uh, so another one that was surprising was Philly. They were projected for 38 wins and they got 25. And Josh, you were the only one to guess the under on that. So congratulations. That's your, how, one, that's your one win. How many were they projected? Oh, they are projected for 38 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I mean, they fucking shit all over themselves. They shit right down their leg. Oh, dude, they were so bad. Yeah. I can't even believe tough, how bad they were. Tough here, though. Let's so Pacific. We yeah, we all we all actually guessed right on Vegas. So we we all say under. Thinking yeah, they were they, they were projected were too for fifty seven. Man, oh, that's fuck. insane. Yeah. yeah. So we, but keep in mind they won fifty eight last year. So. Yeah, we, we, had a, we had a good though. guess. Forty-three wins. I mean, that's a significant drop-off. Definitely, they didn't even make the playoffs. So, definitely, they were stinky. Another one that we all guessed right was Edmonton. Uh, they were projected for forty-four and went finished with forty-nine. So, yeah, we were all right across thick. the board for those two. Mm-hmm. Very thick. We also got uh, Seattle right. They were projected under. for thirty-six. Yeah. yeah, we all guessed People overachieved. Yeah, yeah. One that Absolutely. I'm proud of is I guessed Calgary on the over at 37 wins, and they had 50 wins. Nice, nice, big dubs there. 
Hey, the Cowtown guy. <laughs> Berta Bird. You been to Berta? <laughs> no, bird, I've always wanted to go to Calgary, actually. You guys yeah. ever been? Yeah, oh, been Calgary. I know you've been. Yeah. You been? Yeah. Got a buddy out there? I've been. Good town, good town. You ever yeah. go to the Thaddle Dome? I haven't been. Heard it's a dumpster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually heard it. For okay. all our Alberta okay. listeners, yeah. My fun fact for the five people that care about the Saddle Dome out there. Uh, <laughs> I was listening to Mad Dog Russo, and he had the guy working for the New York Times. They sent someone out to examine the Battle of Alberta. So he went back and forth between Edmonton and Calgary, and he broke down what the rides like between the fan bases, all that, and then the in the arenas. And he said Edmonton's obviously rather new. He said it's yeah, probably the nice probably stadium. the nicest arena he's ever been to, mm-hmm. and then he said the saddle right dump probably the probably the biggest dump he's ever been to. But it also has a good hometown fucking loud feel, almost like Joe Louis Arena. I don't know if you guys have ever been to a Wings game. No, back no, in the day, man, it, it is a really shitty, really, like, really shitty place. But but the energy oh, that's is all, un, oh, unmistakable. Yeah, right? and that's, it's all we knew growing up. Growing up, and it was it had a real good feel. It was small to too, it. from from what I remember, right? Oh, like she was packed in pretty good. I think you had the big tubs to piss in, so you had to stand beside the big <laughs> monsters with your little fucking carrot. <laughs> 14 <laughs> two pubes bang your little carrot <laughs> just trying to score just trying to get her in there yeah just yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you got your toothpick yeah all right well to wrap Anyways, this up sorry. boys sorry uh, <laughs> enough about your well, fucking the one i do want to hear are the uh are the coyotes i want to know if we all hit the under on that um josh you were the only one to hit the under at 22 wins so mike and i won that one because they had 25 wins Oh, and what was what was it projected? Twenty two, and I went under twenty two. Yeah, you did. Fuck. And we and Mike and I went over. Fuck. Dinner on Josh. Yeah, it went like, from a toonie to dinner. Sounds like I'm getting everyone a bag of JBCs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds stuff. like fun. Fucking treat <laughs> and smoke a little doink beforehand. Oh, I'm yeah. driving. Eat a couple there JBCs. Yeah. All right, drum roll here. I mean, like all right, it's not all right, official. Yeah. Before we do it, who do you think is the winner? Who do you think? Um, I think. Well, I think I, think, I lost. I think Bird got me by one. I think you lost. I think I'm. Right yeah, I do think Bird got it. I do think Bird. But it's and tight. Then, and I then, feel like I'm right there on your heels. You fuck. <laughs> uh, get off my Nickel heels, me my Achilles. Yeah. <laughs> so the winner is drum roll, please. <laughs> Mickle. Oh, Boy, boy, they're keeping me around, boys. <laughs> Josh, Boy. you and I actually tied 13. Oh, 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 look I want at a that. bag of JBCs and a bag of fucking spicy chicken wraps. <laughs> Welcome so to the Mike, basement here, Barry. 500. Yeah, oh, not God. bad. That is hilarious. Oh, that's, um, that's tough, though, eh? Like, that's hard yeah. to guess. You know what, though? If you're at the bag, if, you, if you're at the sports book, though, you lose, probably, because, like, after you pay juice. Yeah, because everything's 50, minus 50. 110. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So you're only so, so I got to be better. You're, yeah, we'll all be better. And you know what? This this time next year, next uh, in in October, or, you know, I guess in the fall, we definitely need to run the segment back because it was oh a lot yeah, of fun. yeah, it was tons of fun. Yo, I wonder if this. they do it for love basketball this. and and baseball too. Oh, we can, we can 
for, for, for sure. And then tour. we'll uh, for tour. And then we'll see what uh, we can find on the old bet stamp app to see who has the best odds. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. Whoa. I mean, are you I'm plugging sh- bet stamp? <laughs> I think I am. The little, little mid episode plug here uh, for those of you who um, have been following us. We actually have our own little show, DB2 Bets now that is powered by Bet Stamp, where we use this app. You can find it in the App Store, Apple App Store, or Google Play, and it gives you the best odds across all different sports books in Ontario and across North America. Um, so yeah, just go download the app and scan across all the different sports books. Do a little line shopping and uh, get the, more, the biggest bang for your buck. Um, so all you gotta do is actually just go to betstamp.app slash Ontario and use our promo code. We got our fucking promo code DB2. And uh, and then sign up for all the sports books that they have available there. Linked with a ton of shit in the States. Uh, a lot of a lot of cool sports books in the States and here in Ontario. Um, I mean, you got Bet99, Bet365, Betway, uh, Caesar Sportsbook, uh, MGM, all the all the major uh, names in the game. And, you know, use our referral code and then you got a, you got a straight shot right to their sign up bonuses so uh pretty neat stuff if you just make me. sure you deposit the minimum amount and place a wager place a goddamn wager um it would you know be fantastic if you did that yeah do that do that mick yeah you can go sign up as well i might go sign up but you, you can sign up and you know start putting away a couple bucks for for the baby uh, <laughs> that's what we're uh yeah that's what we had our we had our our, our good friend uh kevin mangar aka kez aka skezen be bezin on the show and uh yeah he's saving up for his baby boy too so you gotta be you gotta look for a good bargain when you're out there because uh bucks are hard to come by he's officially a line shopper now He's a line shopper. Shopping line shopper lines. can be a, a diaper shopper. Bing, bing, bing. Ring it up. Um, but yeah, man, no, amazing segment. A lot of fun. And uh, again, this is our uh, 27th episode of the Down by Two podcast. And we had the pleasure of sitting down with Rick Campanelli. Uh, really happy that you're here. Listen to it. So enjoy again, episode 27 with Rick Campanelli. Ayo, Josh Elijah here. Are you like me and super into sports betting? You trying to find the best odds but don't know which sports book to use? Buddy, we got you covered. Use our promo code DB2 and check out our latest picks on our new show, DB2Bets, powered by Betstamp and brought to you by the boys from the Down by Two podcast. Every Thursday, we'll be giving you our top picks and the best odds across all the major sports books. And it's all thanks to the boys at the Betstamp app. BetStamp connects you with a ton of different online sports books. We're talking the score bet. We're talking Bet365, Bet99, Sports Interaction, Cool Bet, Caesar Sportsbook, BetMGM. The list goes on. Here's the best part. Our promo code links you to all of these, so you can cash in on all those sweet sign-up bonuses these sites have to offer. All you gotta do is listen to DB2Bets every Thursday and use promo code DB2, and we'll tell you which sportsbook has the best odds. That's it. It's that easy. All odds that we use are found on the BetStamp app, where you'll shop for the best lines, find betting analytics, bet link, media picks like ours, and so much more. Visit betstamp.app slash Ontario and enter promo code DB2 and pick your favorite betting site. That's betstamp.app slash Ontario, promo code DB2. We just want to see you win a couple bucks, so tune in every Thursday, grab yourself a yup, and watch the money pile up. Oh, and please gamble responsibly.
super pumped to be having this special guest on the show for this edition of Down by Two. Um, you may recognize him from Much Music or ET Canada or even Z103.5. It's the one, the only Rick Campanelli joining us on the show. Rick, my man, how you doing? Hey, man, great this evening. How are you? Oh, man, you know, it's just the weather's just been great. Everything's been fantastic. We got we got a couple bevies over here on our hands over here, popping oh, a couple of yups. So, you, you know what? The, yeah, look at us, man. We, uh, we got like our own little beer sponsor and everything. A beer and a, and a and a dog. Yeah. Frank. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> mm. I like I like your style, guys. I like your style. <laughs> well, I mean, we got to say that we're we're fans of yours too. Definitely. Oh, I, I'd be joining you with one. I got to get up at three thirty in the morning. So, Ooh, uh, oh, yeah, tomorrow man. night is my night. There it is, Good man. This guy's got you beat. Of the Battle of, of Alberta, I'll I'll be having a few wobbly pops watching that game. Oh, oh absolutely, man. Yeah. What oh. like, man? Just even touching on that, just real quick. That what a game one yesterday. That was uh, that was all kinds of wild. The, the NHL hockey, the the playoff hockey, playoff any sport for mm-hmm. me. I it just the the whole the game intensifies. You see, the, you know, regular season games are are intense as is, mm-hmm. but you go into the playoffs and it's it's almost like a different game. Oh, uh, I, absolutely! I've been, I've been loving the playoffs. I haven't been watching a lot of the games because I do get up quite early, and a lot of the games are really late. But weekend yeah. games. I'm oh, not for missing, sure. I'm not missing a minute. Battle of Alberta, man, you you can't miss it. That's uh, yeah. some. That's just uh, that's as good as playoff hockey really gets right oh, there. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, yeah. It's crazy because usually they get more defensive and <laughs> slower, and that one was just like, okay, what what the hell's happening here? What like, just happened? Fifteen <laughs> goals. <laughs> what? I, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's just insanity. Yeah. But for the fans and the people watching, you want goals, you want scoring. Sure, oh, yeah. you know I, I like offense. I'll take but not that much. You're giving all the fans a heart attack. Like giving them a heart attack. <laughs> that's insane. But they ended up winning, so it's all good. They're happy. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, like, hey, like, I, I'm sure I speak for a lot of our listeners here that, you know, maybe grew up watching you listening to you as well. But we would love to get a little bit of background on, you know, where it's all started, how you actually got into uh, media for yourself and just taking us back to all the way to the beginning. Yeah, here. yeah I, I was uh, studying physical education at Brock University in St. Catharines. And right on. Uh, in those years, uh, well, my second last year, uh, they had this contest at Much Music. It was called the Temp Contest to work at Much Music uh, for the summer months. Uh-huh. And so I entered in 93, um, but it was a huge prize. We were winning this whole package, a car, a, a place to stay in Toronto for the summer months, um, a lot of money. Well, a lot of money back then. It was a whole lot. $5,000 oh, was a huge amount and, 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 a, and an internship, basically, at Much Music. So I entered That's in 93. Dope. I didn't think much about it. It was a little entry. Of course, I didn't win because I didn't put a lot of thought into it. But the next year, they had the same contest. It, it became it became an annual contest. And I put a lot more effort and thought into my entry the following year. And 1994 was the year they liked my entry. And um, the Much Brass called me in uh, oh, wow. on Ju- July 1st. It was around Canada Day of 94. And that's when they introduced me to Much Music to my new apartment for the summer and uh, they gave me a brand new car uh, what and, wow. and, uh, yeah brand new car yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost like winning the showcase showdown on, on uh on prices right but uh yeah it was <laughs> it's it set me up and and i knew i didn't like i didn't know i wanted to do television i knew i wanted to do music because i i lived and breathed music uh, as a yeah. kid as a teenager even through my university days mm-hmm. so 
I just ran with it. You know, in 1995, one of their VJs was leaving. Uh, the the most incredible VJ I've ever seen, Steve Anthony. Oh, you know, yeah. One that really inspired me. Stevie. Oh, man. Steve Anthony left. It's another name. I'd love to get on the show, too. Oh, he's a, he's a great guy, man. Oh, yeah. He taught me so much. And we're friends to this day. Great guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was leaving. They were looking for someone to replace him. And so they had this contest called the VJ Search. And uh, I entered that. I was one of the finalists in that. Didn't win that. But I was still in the building doing odd jobs here and there. And mm-hmm. um, when, when the when the person that they chose to, to replace Steve didn't really work out in their eyes, I was still around. And they 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 asked me if I was ready to become a VJ. And uh, and I said yes in yes. a matter of seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Not I've much been time. ready. Yeah, I'm ready. And so in early '96, it was my first time on television. And mm-hmm. uh, and I loved it. I fell in love with it. I loved talking about music and interviewing bands. And uh, the, the rest is history, I guess. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So within a matter of a couple of years, you just went to the, became this face on, on TV. You must have been, your friends must have been hysterical. <laughs> yeah, my friends, you know, my friends and I were from Hamilton originally. So we'd always go into Toronto because we, we loved the, uh, you know, the big city, right? Who doesn't, you know. You're, right, yeah. And it's Hamilton too. You're in your early 20s and you're. <laughs> You're going to the big city to, you know, to get into some trouble because oh, yeah. you, know, you got into enough trouble in your in your small town. So now <laughs> let's go down down the highway. And, um, and we, I love the city. My friends love the city. It was just, um, you know, it was almost like, get, you know, get, you're given the keys to the city now when, you, when you're a much music VJ. And uh, I'll tell you, we had a, we had a those first few years, we had a, a blast. Um it was good times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can see you reliving it in, in your eyes there. You're like, oh, yeah. Fuck, those are some years. those moments. It was so magical. And uh, yeah, it was incredible. It was incredible. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, like, man, even throughout your time, um, you know, on Much Music and uh, even just with, you know, ET Canada as well. And um, even to this day, I mean, you must have interviewed some some amazing, amazing bands and and probably met some fucking uh, incredible people just along the journey. Like, what, what are some of those standout ones for you? Yeah, I, I'm a fan I, I, to this day. And I always will be a fan of music, of film, of TV. Um, so, so yeah, to be able to get a chance now to, to interview my heroes and, and hang out with my heroes for, you know, whether it's, it's four minutes in an mm-hmm. ET Canada junket with an actor or, or if it's an hour, hour and a half on a much music in, intimate interact over live at much, I, I, it was, I was, it was, it was a nonstop pinch me moments to tell you the truth, because, yeah. you know, I'm interviewing the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I, I'm in a, interviewing, you know, Pearl Jam and, um, you know, George Clooney and Tom Hanks. It's like, what? Oh, no, like, to this day, <laughs> yeah. I, I am Top honored of the class. To, to, yeah. to be given a, a chance to, to just be put into that situation. Um, I never took anything for granted. And, uh, you know, I did work hard to get to where I was and where I am. But, um, but everybody, it seemed, wanted to be... Uh, a much music DJ back in the day. Everybody wanted to be on ET when it came up into Canada, but oh hell um, yeah! <laughs> but I, I, you know, I was the the lucky one, I guess, because you know, hundreds, thousands of us could do the job. Uh, I just, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I drank the lucky Kool Aid that day. I don't know what happened, and I, and I just made sure I ran with it because I wasn't going to um, fail. Uh, my my bosses. I wasn't gonna let them down. I mm-hmm. I knew this was my shot to to 
to do this gig because if you're not doing it the right way, if you're not doing it correctly or if you're not making that connection, well, they're going to move on to the next. So, of course, there's always going to be a, a line of people that are ready oh, to you know, and there chomp was. at the bit and take that job. It still yeah. is. <laughs> like, that never ends. It's so competitive. Um, <laughs> so, I never took any of that for granted. I loved, I loved interviewing every single person, every subject. So, I approached it like, you know, getting ready for a high school exam or, or a university exam or a test or a project. I, I tried to research as much as I could about the artist. And um, I, I tended to, I, we had great times with, with, with the people that came through, the people that we flew to interview. Um, and I just named a few there, but I, I still can't believe it. Like I, I'm a, like I said earlier, I'm a huge fan of music and film to begin with and t television. And then, yeah. uh, you know, rubbing shoulders with these people on a professional level, spending time with them. It's just, I was constantly on cloud nine. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but like when, when you start talking about, you know, even getting your big break back in like 93, 94, 95, and I, I we're all kind of the same in this sense where we start putting timestamps on it, but to kind of transition a little bit over to a little bit of sports, um, that must've been a crazy time in Toronto, especially oh. to be a Blue Jays fan. I remember being at the World Series outside. Fuck, that um, was my next question. Yeah, yeah. I, I was there. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm wearing the Blue Jays. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Jays. But Absolutely. I was at university in 92 and 93, but mm -hmm. we made sure, because we were huge fans of sports, that we drove down the highway to make it to Toronto for those games. And oh, I remember yeah. exactly where I was. I remember exactly how I partied and what uh, – uh, what street I was on and what vehicle I jumped onto <laughs> intoxicated. <laughs> what, what vehicle? What was your, what, was, was, what truck, was the vehicle? Actually. It was an 18 wheeler. Um, <laughs> no <laughs> way, dude. Jumped on an 18 wheeler. Yeah. It was crazy. It was nuts. You go get up and who, honk, honk. Yeah. Who had an 18 wheeler <laughs> downtown at that point? I, like I got like, on what? top of the thing. It was like nuts. But, uh, but the whole city went That's nuts. Incredible. And this was oh, the man. first time, uh, our professional baseball team, you know, pitted against all these American teams for the first time to rock Canadian team. Mm -hmm. uh, Montreal was still around. They were still in the league. They were still in the MLB. Uh, but but to, to have the Expos or the Jays win a World Series, like the World Series, like we, it was, it was a, a party like for, mm -hmm. for months uh, until the next season started. And then the next season starts and we do it again. Like, it, was, <laughs> it was incredible. How incredible was that? Yeah. It was incredible, man. It was incredible. I just hoping we can get back there or make a good run this year. You know, we got a good team. Oh, uh, absolutely. We always start slow, as you guys know, but it's a long season, a lot of games to be played. Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm not even invested fully yet in, in baseball. I'm still, you know, I'm still in the, we're still in the playoff mode with NBA and, and NHL. So, well, that's yeah. that's exactly it. I mean, like we obviously we we, we talk all sports all the time, and it, it is hard to really really get into the Jays. Like you're there for like the first you know a couple weeks or what have you, as like the regular season's dying down for both the Raptors and Leafs and the rest of the leagues. But uh, but now that it's such a grind know, too, right? Like there's so much oh, baseball man. to get through. Not just yeah. for the players, but for the fans that want to tune in every day and watch games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, like, man, you got you got Toronto playing in Seattle. Like, forget about it. There's no way that we're staying up that late to watch some of these games. Like, it's, it can be pretty tough. Just on weekends. Just I will stay up just on weekends. So, <laughs> listen to us complain though, as fans, be like, ah, oh, it's so hard to watch these yeah. games. These guys got to fucking play them. And <laughs> all 162 of them. And we're sitting here bitching yeah. and moaning. <laughs> hey, they're getting paid the big bucks though. They yes, they, yes, they this, can't moaning growing like us we we expect things there's expectations with fans mm -hmm. we expect our teams to do well 
So, I mean, when it comes to the, the Blue Jays, you saw them win back to back, which is absolutely incredible and see the city on fire and just, you know, going absolutely crazy over over you know back to back championships. And then a few years down the line, then you have the Toronto Raptors doing that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, and that's something that you know, I obviously like Jesse and, and myself were we're definitely in the thick you guys of it. Are part of that. Oh yeah, absolutely. That uh, that was back in the day when I was I was still living in Toronto. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm curious to find out what your comparison would be between like the energy between the city when it was uh, the Toronto Blue Jays winning as opposed to the Raptors. Yeah, it was totally, it was still a huge deal. No, no doubt about that. It was a massive deal, but me and my, my, where I was at now, I, I, now, you know, I'm married three, three children. I'm not gonna be riding any 18 wheelers down, <laughs> down Young street. That's my anymore. turn. Yeah, yeah. That's your turn. Yeah. Leave that to the young ones, yeah. but um, but no, why we were pumped? Are you kidding? Um, I even went to go see a couple of the playoff games. We were that you know we were that into it, and mm-hmm. and again, similar to the Blue Jays, you know, the only Canadian team beating up on all these American basketball teams. Yeah, I feel really good about that as a Canadian. Yeah. So patriotic, we all yeah. were. Um, of so no, that was big times. I was just in a. Uh, you know, back in the early 90s, I was in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. You know, when the Raptors won, I was in my late 40s, <laughs> right. pushing 50. So it's a totally different mo- time for me. Yeah. Still so much into sports, but I wasn't celebrating and um, doing the crazy things I was doing back in the early 90s. But I was still so proud and and, and honored to, to be a fan of the Raptors. And we all were. It was a community of of us that were, you know, it's our time now. And look what we got. We put on the court these amazing players. And yeah. we're doing this. We're, we're doing it. It, it, it was just, uh, it's, a, it's a pinch me moment. Those are pinch me moments too, no doubt about it. When your team wins uh, the league and anything. And, and, I, and I've seen the Jays win. Uh, I've seen the Raptors win. Um, I, I've seen TFC win. Oh yeah, and uh, and, and um, the Argos, of course, have won some great cups. The yeah. only team I'm waiting for them to win a, a, a championships. We all know the team I'm talking about. I wasn't even alive the last time they won. No, no, because we're obviously yeah. Year. A lot of fans weren't. A lot of fans. A lot of fans. Yeah. Oh, and I'm 52. I was. I was. I was three years from being born in '67, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, man. You know, you know, 115 points. You're finishing off the season strong. You're on mm-hmm. fire. You got Austin Matthews scoring goals. Like who's not, no one's even close to the guy. And you're no. thinking this could be the year. And I, we were all so pumped and confident before the first round started. But it's the first round, and it's sports. That's the thing. And you never know yep. what's going to happen. Can in happen. It's uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's still waiting for the Leafs to win a, a cup. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, like, who knows? Who knows if that will ever really come around? I mean, like, it's it just seems that we just get let down every single year, year after year. I mean, like this one, obviously, I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I, I feel like there was a bit to build on after losing. this. Yeah, it was different oh, yeah. this year, for sure. It was different. I feel like the mindset going into it was different. And yeah. even the way we lost was different. There was no collapse. You know, we well, fought no. hard. <laughs> We met no? up with a beast, and we met up with a monster yeah. of a hockey team. This, these guys won the Stanley Cup the past couple of years. Like it's like we're not meeting up with a a lower. Well, they were lower rank, but it's still a pretty solid hockey team. Yeah. Ew, yeah. And we went toe to toe with them. Right? We really did. 
all the way to the end, all the way to the end. And that last game was close too. So, yeah. Um, oh man, and even this, even game six as well, when they ended up losing in overtime. I mean, that's just uh, the thing is that, I mean, like that's Tampa when Tampa has that kind of experience to be able to close it out. I mean, they're, they aren't back to back champs for nothing, and that's that's how that's they have that that championship pedigree that the Leafs are just maybe just still too young to be able to grasp that and and be able to you know really pull out the win at the end of the day because they were up three two. I mean, it was. Uh, I know. It was, and it you was guys close. said it though. You, you're building on this series because I'm sure they learned a lot. They were all pretty pissed after it. They were expecting to go a little further. Um, mm-hmm. But you look at Tampa Bay and Florida, and I don't know, Florida, you know, I, they might get swept, this, these Panthers. They're a good team, too. They're the president's team. But, but um, yeah. for one, like they score early and then nothing for the next how many minutes of the game? Tampa yeah. Bay, they're, they're on their way. If they can get past Florida, they're, they're looking great. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Don't say that because we have our picks in for, uh, for Florida. <laughs> for Florida. So, um, I mean, you never, but, know. You never know. You never yeah, know. Yeah, no, obviously, obviously. Um, but yeah, no, when it comes to, I mean, the Raptors as well, I mean, that's just another very almost similar in that sort of sense where it's just like they have a lot to be able to build on because I feel like, you know, the Raptors weren't even expected to do much this year either. And, uh, and look and what they, happened to them. Yeah. It's, uh, I was thinking the same exact, like everyone was, you know, okay, mm-hmm. we're, we're never going to, you know, or sorry, not never. We're not going to make it back to the finals um, it's, anytime it's, soon. With yeah. a team that we, you're thinking that, right? Because all your superstars, well, they've left us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> then when they, they, they're playing well during the regular season oh, and they're mm-hmm. making the playoffs and they're playing all right, actually. So yeah, you like sport, you never know with sports, but um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's tough to it's tough to you know sit back and and you know look at the you're looking at the Raptors and you weren't really expecting them to do all as all that much but they, we look pretty evenly matched going up against Philadelphia but you know there's a lot of positives to be able to take away we got Fred VanVleet getting his first All Star and then having the Rookie of the Year with Scotty Barnes there's a lot of great building blocks exactly. as well so um, I mean there yeah there's definitely a lot of comparisons but it's just as a Toronto sports fan like it's it's you tell me it's it's tough to be able to go through this every year and it, it just becomes so used to these first round exits i mean well I mean, the, the raptors have been doing pretty good but i mean for the most part it's been it's been tough heartbreak at the end of the year um even when it comes to the blue jays as well and barely not making it into the playoffs last year i mean as it, a it, it gets fan, repetitive though, you gotta realize there's a lot of d- teams in the, uh, in these leagues you think about all these cities out there that are rooting for their own teams like only one city is going to celebrate at the end of a season yeah. Out of all what thirty-two teams in this league, you know, twenty-eight here, thirty, whatever. That's a lot of teams, and it's a lot of fans. You know, only one team celebrating and raising that cup and getting wasted that night <laughs> of that final game. Everyone else is crying. Everyone else is oh, crying yeah. and in misery and waiting for the next chi- chance next season. So exactly, our teams have been doing okay. At least we're making playoffs. At least we're making runs. At least we're there's some shining moments, like you said. So yeah. things to build on, things to look forward to, and uh, that's a great I, point. Toronto has had had a lot to cheer for actually as of late mm-hmm. the last yeah, few man. years with no the Leafs and the Raps and Toronto rebuilding. They had a great run there five or six years ago, and they re- hit the reset button in the course of like what three years, and now they're back in the thick of it again. Yeah, at least it's we're not always in the basement exciting. every year. You know, yeah, there was a time when all all the teams were in the basement. We're in the basement. Every year. That's right. That's yeah. right. Like, 
the a lot of me growing up that's what it was i mean like <laughs> we've we've had to endure like the bargnanis of of our day and, yeah. and just and just the leafs just doing absolutely fucking nothing i mean like i, I love phil kessel but like it's like those are some dark years you though. can't build a championship team around phil. well kessel got a champion no. he had a stanley cup with pittsburgh the one of the following years that he that he left yeah that, right yeah, when no. he left the leafs but it's it is exciting times to be a sports fan in toronto because we are competitive we have competitive teams we, we we're in there we're in the thick of it and mm -hmm. um that's exciting even if you don't go all the way and win the big cup they're exciting games and um yeah, and, and, and it's a huge market as you guys know and, mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's always the biggest hottest ticket in town when these teams are playing for sure um, so we're fortunate to be so close to our uh, our teams here. I mean, I, I hate to strike this nerve, but I mean, you could be a Detroit fan and our, our boy Mike here. <laughs> partial. I'm a partial. Yeah, yeah. Partial. He, every year he, he he denounces the Toronto Maple Leafs. He's like, I'm joining the rest of my boys back yeah. with cheering for the for the Red Wings. And then season starts, he's like, all right, I'm back, boys. I'm back on the Leafs. <laughs> you like all the Detroit teams or just the Red you Wings? You know, it's funny. I grew up. Lions uh, as well? I, I'm a Lions guy. Oh. Uh, a Tigers guy, a Pistons guy, but my yeah. dad was a Leafs fan, and the only the only juggernaut of the bunch were the Red Wings. But I was a Leafs fan, so I really shit the bed on uh on the one <laughs> Toronto team I picked. Well, I mean, you got to see the the Pistons as well. I mean, the Pistons, the Pistons in the early two thousands were incredible. Team, I saw the Pistons sure. back in the day in Auburn Hills at the Palace, and yeah. um, yeah. man, what a what a venue that was. I saw the Lions at the old Silverdome. Yeah. And oh, wow, I saw yeah. the Tigers at the old, at old Tiger Stadium right near oh, uh, Joe Louis Arena. Best. Oh. Yeah, old, I don't know if you've been to that, but oh, I grew up going to there. games all the time. Oh, Incredible, man. and it was so close to us from Hamilton. We we'd go to Detroit quite a bit. You know, Buffalo, Detroit, obviously our Toronto teams, but mm. wherever there were sports around, and it was cool to go to those different cities too because you got a different perspective of how those fans. You know, fan, and fans are fans. You, you go anywhere around the world. But it was just nice to see a different approach to things uh, in the States and going to Detroit or Cleveland or Buffalo. Uh, yeah, we still go. Oh, Actually, yeah. my, my, I took my dad and my son uh, to the Thanksgiving Day game against the Bears and the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the there, oh, yeah, there we go. There I don't we know go. what happened there. No, 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 it's all good. It's all good. You're good. I didn't. I didn't touch anything, but uh, <laughs> that's so okay. Strange. Hey, this—that's the the power of editing too. We'll be able to. I don't know why you lost me, but I was just saying like the proximity. You know, growing up in Hamilton, having Detroit and Buffalo and Cleveland so close, we yeah. were always on road trips, seeing how yeah. those cities uh, enjoyed their sports. It was it was, it was yeah, pretty neat back in the day. Still to this day. Well, that leads me into asking, like, what you know, we're talking about football a little bit here. What is your, what is your football team? Who do you stand behind? Who do you rep? Stand behind the Vikings. Uh, I've been standing behind the Vikings for many, many, many years. I gotta hear how this started. That's yeah, because nobody just goes. Everyone to the has Vikings. an origin story for why yeah, like their, absolutely. Uh, their football team. <laughs> I, I started following the Vikings when I was in high school. Um, I even got art. I, I used to, I used to take art back in high school and university. I drew pictures of many of my favorite oh, yeah. Vikings. Uh, Anthony Carter was one of my favorite wide receivers. Wow. Um, you know, I did, I liked Jim McMahon as well. Mm -hmm. I did for a time when he was with the Vikings, yeah. but I don't know how it started back in the day. I, I was, I just, it, maybe it was their colors. I liked purple and yellow. I don't know. Purple and yellow. That's royal. You know, you know what? There's, there's an underlying, uh, Vikings fandom here in Ontario. I don't know the NFC North. It seems to be spread out a bit. Yeah, I know a few guys that live in this area that love the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. So, 
that's been my team. I'm um, glad you didn't uh, you didn't jump on the uh, Buffalo bandwagon because that would have been that would have been well, a tough four year stretch for you. Given how I was <laughs> during those Super Bowl games, those depressing Super Bowl games, because all my buddies were Bills fans. Yeah, and we do Ooh. make a couple trips to Buffalo. I, I'm sure you guys do as well to see the Bills. Yeah, um, but I I love I just love NFL. I, I have I do have a lot more teams as I get older. You know, my in-laws lived in Chicago for a while, so we were cheering on the Bears. Um, my dad's a huge Green Bay Packers fan, and my son is as well. So we'll, we'll make a run to Lambeau every season to see a game. Nice. No way. Nice. Oh, man. Oh, the, the, the frozen tundra, man. In the winter, it's it's. there's nothing like it. That's a that's a that, that's a that's a bucket list type thing to do. Yeah. That's oh yeah. No. For sure. Let us know when you're going again, and we might tag along. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a great road trip too because we we make it to Chicago, um, and then we go into Milwaukee. We'll usually see a, a Bucks game the yeah. night before, and then go see uh, the Packers on, on the Sunday. But this sounds incredible. Like, why aren't yeah, we doing this more often? Like, this is crazy. <laughs> we got some bachelor parties. Coming yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, no, we make a point of doing doing one F- NFL game a season. My, my my dad, my brother, my son, whoever wants to come along. We've done like Cleveland. We've done uh, uh, Chicago. We we've done Green Bay. Uh, oh yeah. We did Miami. Uh, yeah, we just love we love the NFL, man. You know. Aside from the NHL, which is, is probably number one for us, it's the NFL um, in the summer, you know, outdoor at those big stadiums. That's that's the one league that we were pumped about. And I can't mm-hmm. wait for, I think, kickoff opening day, September 8th this year in L.A. against the Bills, the Rams and Bills. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's my team. That- yeah, that's I'm I'm a, I'm a big time Rams fan. So uh, yeah, it's been, it's been, been a, a fan g- for one year. That's it. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck off! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been two, two years. Two years. Great no. Football and great win at home. Uh, yeah. After Super Bowl. Oh man, you must yeah. have been pumped. Oh yeah, it was funny because I was actually in Dallas um, for uh, for the Super Bowl, and so I was I was in Dallas, and not a single Rams fan around me. It was like whoever was actually in the bar was cheering for the Bengals because they're just like, yeah, fuck the Rams. So uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 so they were cheering for the underdog, yeah. and um, yeah. and then I my team won, and I was drunk and, and having a great time, and I literally got kicked out of both bars that I ended up going to. So uh, <laughs> it is it is really but you had it a good is time. Really, I had a good time. I had a good time. It was tough getting into a bar. I I tried going into a place um, that would actually, they were were charging um, cover or what have you. So I'm just like, first of all, it's not even my kind of place that I wanted to go to. Um, And then the bouncer actually said to me, he was, uh, he was saying that, uh, I wasn't allowed in, I wasn't allowed entry into this place because of my, because of my pants, I wasn't wearing proper attire. I looked down and I'm like, I'm like, buddy, I'm wearing a fucking Rams jersey and Lululemon <laughs> pants. Like, that, I think that's uh, they're probably more expensive than your fucking H&M pants that you're wearing right now. So, like, I don't understand that. And he's like, yeah, but sorry, you don't have any belt loops. And I'm like, you're not going to let what? me into this establishment because yeah. I don't have any fucking no belt, belt loops? <laughs> First time i heard about that. Yeah. I don't think he liked your Aaron Donald jersey. He didn't. I think at the end of the day, it's just like he's not allowed to, to say that. that he doesn't like my Aaron Donald yeah. jersey. Uh, but yeah, it was just uh, it was it was a weird experience. But at the end of the day, the Rams win, so I could I could give less of a shit because I was I was on cloud <laughs> yeah, nine. Yeah. So so yeah, sure. I guess I'll just have to drink on the street then if I'm not allowed yeah, in any of these you'll places. You'll in your own way, Josh. You'll yeah. find you'll find yeah. way. Yeah, Absolutely. I, you know, back in the day, I used to like the Rams as well. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was even before the Vikings, but. Eric Dickerson as a running back to me, um, we collect, we we subscribe to Sports Illustrated back in the day, so we have oh, yeah. all the issues from the late seventies mm-hmm. all the way up till we stopped subscribing. And 
and it seemed like the Rams always, you know, with those bright uniforms, were always a big oh, yeah. part of Sports Illustrated, um, maybe LA team. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I remember seeing a Monday night game in Buffalo. Um, I had my Rams hat on, and I went with a Rams buddy of mine, and nice. everyone else was, and it was tough. That's a tough environment. Tough, tough. Yeah, that's ballsy yeah. to be a visiting, <laughs> uh, you know, fan of the any from anywhere. That's, yeah. Buffalo's tough. It's rough. Yeah. And uh yeah. It was sca- got scary. Got yeah. scary. <laughs> oh, spooky. Yeah, no. I've I've seen the Rams in in Pittsburgh and I thought that was going to be a bit of a rough and tumble environment, but not really. Like it was Pittsburgh was actually just such a great sports town to yeah. be able to go yeah. down and, and and enjoy the game there and just tailgating and everything and everyone was actually pretty fucking nice. Maybe because they knew that they were going to kick the shit out of us. So <laughs> everyone was I just think, being super cool. I think with it's us. a different time too for sports fans. Back in the day there was something, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, mean, not well, sort of mean, but, uh, Intimidating, it's, not a, it's not as friendly and nice and open these days. Like, yeah. you know, you go to a visiting, uh, arena, if you're wearing a Jersey from the visiting team and, and they're the, those fans are there to greet you with open arms. Now it's, it's, it's strange, but back in the day, like in the late seventies, early eighties, you set foot in, in an arena or a stadium with a visiting jersey, you got death stares, man. It was a oh yeah, it was a scary, scary, scary thing to do. Yeah, um, yeah. I was a I Minnesota mean, North Stars fan too, growing up, and I remember wearing my Minnesota my my North Neil Broughton Minnesota North Stars oh, jersey wow. to the Maple Leaf Gardens. You know the gardens yeah. back in the day, and me, uh, yeah, I remember, and I was a kid. I remember people weren't as nice. Um, as they are today yeah you know no. or they yeah. or they joke around they see you with another jersey on it in the bathroom they'll joke around yeah you know where'd you, where'd you get your quarterback where did he get his you know how did he get into the league or whatever you know it's all jokes yeah back in the day, i just remember it being more uh uh vicious physical mean, maybe physical yeah, yeah scary <laughs> i can't even imagine Personal. wearing a, a vikings jersey anywhere let alone another <laughs> arena so I, I i i play with you but hey maybe it's we just like helmets with horns on them i guess that's what it is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at the end of the day there you go yeah, <laughs> Vikings, yeah. But you know, we, we talk about our Leafs being out now and our Raptors being out, but now obviously, um, you know, once the NHL and NBA playoffs are gonna be done and we crown some champions for this year, uh, we do have a bunch of baseball going uh going forward. So just when it comes to this when it comes to this new look Jays, you know, apparently last year was the trailer and this year's the movie, and that's what they're that's what they're calling. I mean, obviously off to a bit of a slow start, but I, I just wanted to bring a full circle here and, and get your some of your takes on, on you know the Jay squad this year and you know what 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 you think um some of our challenges might be moving forward i mean like the yankees are looking pretty fucking tough it's gonna be it's it, we're always yeah. gonna be in that very tough dis- uh, division so but you know what any team can lose on any given day yankees look tough they lost to baltimore the orioles today you know there's a lot right. of games like, I mean, the, the, old, the orioles gotta win sooner or later they so. gotta win a few games here and there <laughs> yeah. yeah you never know they're, they're, they surprised me that team but mm-hmm. the jays got some great young players like i love bo bichette i love oh, yeah. vladdy guerrero a junior yeah. I, I loved his dad Vladdy yeah. senior when he was on the expos um they've got some sluggers they've got some hitters they got some fielders they've got a great squad that uh they seem like they're family they're tight uh, they love mm-hmm. playing the game um it's hard with baseball because there's so many damn games and yeah. not enough teams making the playoffs the postseason like i Mm-hmm. Like uh, all these other leagues don't play as many games and so many more teams make the playoffs. So they have a chance to make it to that final 
championship rounds that series oh, yeah. baseball is weird like that man i don't know I, I love baseball i used to play baseball growing up I, I'll, I'll watch baseball any day of the week but oh, yeah. they gotta change the way it's set up for teams to actually get to the finals there's got to be more teams involved in that there's got to be maybe less games perhaps yeah. i don't know definitely more teams making the postseason and then once you make the postseason, you guys know anything can happen. If you make it into the playoffs, anything can happen. You go on that hot run of yours, you're playing some good ball, you never know. So I think if the Jays stick close to the top yeah. uh, throughout the whole season, they got a good chance at you know winning the World Series. Of course. Uh, they, they got a great shot at it. They got some great players. I think before the season started, they were what set, ranked second behind... <laughs> oh, you're already back? Okay, my, my boy's back already. From oh, oh, what's up? How's it going? Let's let's meet little Rick. Did you see him sneak by? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just real quick there. <laughs> hey, little Rick. Oh, good. Well, these guys are saying hi, but you can say hi back. Hi. He says hi. That's Harrison. Hi. That's Harrison. Before the league started, I think the Dodgers were the favorite, and the Jays, I think, were ranked second yeah. uh, to win it all. So. Yeah. You never know. You never know in baseball. There he goes. He's getting ready for his bath. Yeah, he, me he too. He was playing soccer down the way. He <laughs> loved their nightly soccer. These, oh, these yeah, days. absolutely. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, like, you hit the nail on the head where, like, any team, especially if you if you get hot, you get hot at the right time going into that final stretch once the dog days of summer are kind of at an end and you're in September, you're playing September baseball and you got a good chance and you're rallying and you go, you make your way, you catch a wild card spot or what have you. It it could like any it's anybody's game at that point because you're again because there's only there's so few teams. Whereas you look at basketball now, literally 20, 20 teams across both conferences games. can now play some form of playoffs. So yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. they're they're just letting everybody in. Um, but they're doing it right. Like they, they are, are doing they, it right. They, they're they're making it more exciting for those those teams that maybe in past years would never have a chance to make the playoffs. So you're making those fans happy uh, and it's exciting. Um, I'd rather make things more exciting all the way to the end. If you could, if I was in charge of a league, but um, I think baseball will get there someday. They have to take a page from all the other professional sports leagues. Like, it's coming. I know it's coming. Yeah, absolutely. They got to open it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, one more time. That's Rick Campanelli. Um, obviously, you know, just being able to grow up and watch you um, on, on, you know, much music or even ET Canada. And uh, now Z103.5. It was a pleasure having you. Any any closing remarks before uh, before we part ways here? Uh, well, we could sing the Blue Jay song if you guys want. Oh, <laughs> Let's okay. go. Okay. <laughs> Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Let's, Let's play. play. Ball. I'm not gonna get into the verses, but that's. About <laughs> I still want to. I still want to one day go to Wrigley and sing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." Uh, oh the yeah, Gary oh, used yeah. to do it. That would be. Oh an man, I, you know, I've been to Wrigley, and let me tell you, it's it's something. It's something different. I hate I hate the Cubs because I'm also a Cardinals fan. So uh, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but man, it, it is it is something to to be down in Wrigley. But um, I was talking just before we leave, guys. I know you you got to get going, but I was talking to Andrew Raycroft the other day. Um, used to be goalie for the Boston Bruins. Oh yeah, and and so he's still he's in Boston. He lives in Boston, and we were talking baseball, and we were talking chants and songs and. Well, Sweet Caroline is what they sing down in at Fenway, and and I go, why do they sing that that song, Sweet? And he says, he goes, it was the funniest thing. He goes, everyone hates that song, 
But by the seventh inning, everyone's so drunk, they're just, because they know the lyrics to the song, they're just bombed singing the song. But he's yeah. like, everyone hates that song. They got to choose a different song. But uh, it's tradition, and that's what they do. Yeah. I think that's actually, I think that they, whether or not, like, you can be any fucking fan of any sport, but, like, everybody knows that song. Yeah. And, and everybody knows the words. And I think everyone finds it annoying, but we would all join along and but sing along. But it's not, yeah. like, like, at least the Jays have a traditional baseball song the cubbies have a baseball song oh yeah sweet Absolutely. caroline what okay <laughs> well hey hopefully we get the chance to be able to catch a jays game together at some yeah, point this I'm summer and you know or even or even fucking tell us about lambeau field that sounds even better that's yeah. not maybe I mean, we'll get to go one day i'll take all, all of us it, yeah that would be fantastic one more time so, rick campanelli uh thanks so much for joining us on the thanks, show today guys. Appreciate pleasure it. guys And there it is, done like supper. Rick Campanelli, shout out again, Camper, for jumping on the show with us. Again, such a dude, such a nice dude, hilarious guy. Uh, great having him on. Great, you know, chopping it up with him and, and talking Toronto sports and, and, and sports in general as well. And it was cool to just get even a, a peek behind the curtain as well with, uh, you know, just some of the uh, some of his experiences, you know, making it in, in uh, radio and television as well. And all the interesting people that he's had a chance to uh, to chop it up with as well. No doubt. <laughs> no he, doubt. He, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, goals. Did he interview? No, no doubt. I yeah. mean, probably. I mean, Stefani, I, I believe so. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he's an inspiring guy, though. He's very, very positive. Great guy. Hope yeah. To be, hope to be a dad like Camper. Yeah, man. No, he's oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, just a, just a model citizen as well. Hope to have him back on the show. Um, but man, lots of lots of great stuff. I know I say this all the time, but lots of fun stuff uh, coming up down the pipe. Again, listen to our other show, DB Two Bets, which is powered by BetStamp. Um, you know, it's 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 even just like even if you don't know betting and you just want to hear us talk a little, some stupid shit about sports, or you can actually take our ideas that we have on the show and some of our takes and do the fucking opposite because that'll probably make you more money than than what we do without the actual show uh but yeah that's how you guys shop the line yeah that's how you shop the line but uh that's out every thursday so go ahead and check that out as well well that about does it um thanks again for for joining us for this episode we got we got a couple more coming up um that we're really excited to be bringing to you guys so thanks again for for tuning in and, and just checking us out here and um hanging out and uh having a couple laughs a couple giggles a couple gulps with us as well um shout out to yuppie always keep us well hydrated uh, but make sure you like you share you subscribe and tell everyone you fucking know that you enjoy listening to the db2 crew uh but for josh elijah michael fulmer birdman that's about it see you in a couple weeks. Peace. Hey listeners, I'm Christy and I'm Melissa and this is Buried Motives where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. 
She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer. Such a dirtbag. Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster and not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100% because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundal from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.